Welcome to the Mum Safe Movement podcast. I'm your host, Jen Dugard. I'm so excited that you're here and now part of this very important movement for change in the way mums are looked after in the fitness industry. In 2020, 4.35 million women used our gyms and fitness facilities in comparison to 3.5 million men. Further to this, in 2016, the ABS reported that 77% of women over the age of 15 in Australia would become mothers. This is 3.35 million mothers or 42.7% of a personal trainer's potential clientele. Yet our fitness certificates don't teach us enough and mums themselves receive very little, if any, education about how to move safely and effectively. I am here to change that. This podcast is an accumulation of over 16 years in the fitness industry, a decade working face-to-face with mums themselves and teaching thousands of trainers in my Safe Return to Exercise certification. And most recently, bringing mums and trainers together around the MumSafe brand. This podcast is the next step into raising our voices and bringing mums and the trainers that work with them into the arena to achieve our mission of safe and effective exercise for women at every stage of motherhood. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Mum Safe Movement Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Dugard. And today I'm coming to you from another hotel room. Today I'm not in Singapore, I'm in Adelaide. And I'm going to be doing a solo episode The last couple of weeks have been those kind of episodes that prove, that could prove to yourself or I could have proved to me that when I took on the task of a weekly podcast and I made that commitment and the reason why it took me so long to make that commitment is because it is a weekly task and it is a big commitment And I feel like it's been going pretty well so far, although I'm very deadline driven. I'm not someone who's got episodes banked up into the future, although that could be in my future. And the last two weeks, it could have been the reason to kind of throw in the towel or just stop. But I decided to keep going and to just do it in the way that I can get it done. And so today... We're down in Adelaide. Um, It's my husband's birthday on Monday and he's been traveling for, no, he's not been traveling. He's been away for work for quite some time and we've decided to come down here and it's just left me this week scrambling, scrambling a little bit off the back of my trip to Singapore. And I know what I want to talk about today, but I also, I've been feeling a little bit discombobulated and I've used that word in my email if you're someone that receives my weekly or bi-weekly emails I use the word discombobulated so today we're going to be talking about why the world needs your voice and your unique voice because I know sometimes it can feel like there's too many voices but before I get to that bit I do want to recognize what is going on in the world right now and I've been writing and I've been sharing some things on social media And I notice there's a lot of people not doing that. And I think that that's okay because there's so much difference of opinion and there's feelings and there's so much involved with what's happening um, in Gaza and Israel right now. 
And I think sometimes it can make us feel like the work that we do is really insignificant. And it can make some people feel like they don't want to post anything or say anything at all. And it can make other people feel like they need to shut out what is happening and only focus on work. And I don't think there's a right or wrong, but I did want to read out a diary entry of mine from this week and maybe it'll help you. Maybe it won't. And that's okay. But this is what I wrote on the 18th of October. When there's so much death and destruction and suffering in the world, how do you focus on your own world? A world that feels so sheltered and so privileged where life goes on, where you feel so helpless at the enormity of such devastation and where the world continues to be divided. And even if you did want to do or stand for something, you feel like a pawn in a bigger game. Never sure if what you see is real and what agendas far beyond yourself are at play. And you'll never truly know. And so you, whilst being drawn to learn and mourn for humanity in a world you'll never truly understand or fully understand, you must also turn your attention to your own little world. Because despite it all feeling small and potentially meaningless in comparison, it's absolutely not. What you are here to do, your purpose, the way you help people, and in our case, mothers, is so incredibly meaningful and needed because the well-being of mothers is so incredibly important. Your work is not just needed, it's essential. As I know, you know, mothers are the backbone of our society, our world. And that's where I stopped writing. But I want you guys to know that I, I where am I? The words your own little world is something that I think is really important because regardless or despite of, or despite in of what is going on in the world, what is going on in your little world is also really, really important. And inside that world, we need your voice. The voice that you have with the mums that you work with is incredibly important. We need your individual voice and your individual message to contribute towards safe and effective exercise for mums at every stage of motherhood. Because the reality is not every mum can hear every one of our voices and not every one of us can take care of every one of them. We can't hear everybody and we can't talk to everybody. This is one of the reasons when, why? why? <laughs> this is one of the reasons why way back in, so I started Body Beyond Baby in 2008 and sold it in 2018. And throughout that journey, initially I was driven to license or franchise the Body Beyond Baby brand. Like I had this vision of being the McDonald's of, of fitness for mums. And I really thought that that was the path that I wanted to go on. And throughout the journey of exploring that path, a few things happened. So the first thing that happened was I was mentoring and coaching a beautiful trainer called Magdalena. She was on an episode earlier on, so make sure you go check out that episode about her journey. 
and I was teaching her my way of doing things. And when I say my way of doing things, I had, and I still have on file, all of the processes, the systems, the scripts. Like if you were coming to me to learn how to coach my clients inside of Body Beyond Baby, I had a word for word script of the way that you were going to do it. Um, I used to teach anyone that I mentored and, and Mag sat outside of this because I was coaching her for her own business, but I did have one of our other mum safe trainers, Melly of Phoenix for Mums, um, who came to work for me for a little while. Um, and other trainers, we had, we had other contractors along the way and they had to learn my way of doing things. Now, of course, my way is wonderful <laughs> and I believed it's a good way and I still believe it's a good way. It's, it's, much of what I teach in safe return to exercise today, obviously with some adaptions because the world has moved on. But the trainers that came to work inside or the contractors that came to work inside Body Beyond Baby had to learn the way that we did things. And I had, I would observe once they'd, they'd learned how to do it and I would give them marks out of 10 of what they got right and what they hadn't, hadn't included and parts of the script that they had you know, misquoted or, or needed to work on. And although I still believe that inside of a, a fitness business, we need to have continuity and we need, no, we need to have consistency. And especially across multiple locations, if you're running a brand and you've got different trainers working for you and you've got different locations and, and things like that happening, I absolutely stand by the fact that there needs to be absolute absolute coherence in the messaging and the instruction and the way things are being taught from one trainer to another, from one location to another to proper represent your brand. I realized that not everybody wants to train in the way that I wanted to train them. And when Magdalena came into my world and she, we went through this whole process, I paid money to get, um, to work with a company to help me to license the business. I was working with another company to help me to um, divide up the country into sections and, you know, this is your territory and, and this is their territory and that's exactly what you do within a license or a franchise. But when Mags and I sat down on that very last day or the day that was kind of like the reckoning, was she going to be a licensee or was she not? She said to me, Jen, I want to do what you do and I want to know what you know, but I want to grow my own thing. And I was like, huh, okay, I have a framework, but what she wants to do is bring her voice to the framework. And I have so much respect for her having done that. And in that moment, I started to really realize that, yes, I wanted to work with her and, yes, I wanted to grow my brand, but really what I wanted to grow was the impact of the mission and the message to make sure all mums are looked after safely and effectively. And I realized, and I, I began to, it became clearer and clearer and clearer that licensing or franchising Body Beyond Baby for me wasn't the right way to go. Now, months later, I was at the Women's Health and Fitness Conference in Melbourne. And, and again, there's a podcast episode with the wonderful Molly Galbraith. So go back and listen to that one. And she said, 
build a table big enough for everybody. And through the realization for me that was that through licensing or franchising or more to the point carving up the country so that there were only a certain number of Body Beyond Baby territories available, I was creating a table that only had so many seats to sit at. And if I go back to my true belief of collaboration over competition, by carving up the country, I was then creating an element of competition. And I know licenses and franchises, franchisees work really well together, but in some circumstances they don't. We create a really big rivalry between one franchise area and another franchise area if it's not done really beautifully and really well. And I never wanted that to be a thing. And I never wanted people to get upset with their their neighbor who was on the exact same mission as them for putting a flyer or marketing in an area that they deemed to be theirs. So I walked away from that conference and I walked away from the conversation with Mags and I knew that the world needed Mags's voice in exactly the way that she wanted to grow it with her brand and her brand identity and adapting the things that she'd learned from me into the way that she wanted to teach it and, and give that message to the world inside of her business. And I share this with you because sometimes it can feel like there's not enough room for your voice. And at times when things are hard, it can feel like, or when there's big things going on in the world, or it can feel like there's no space for your voice. And what I want to offer you today is that there is always space for your voice. And whether you choose to use that voice in a business space, or whether you choose to use that voice in something that you stand up for, and I've been playing with that a lot over the last week or so. But when it comes to you being on a mission to help as many mums as possible in your unique way, it's absolutely imperative that you find the confidence to use your voice because there's some mums that can only listen to you. And until you find it within you to step out from beyond, behind, behind whatever it is that's holding you back, whether it's comparison, because it could be comparison, whether it's feeling like there's so many people already doing this in this space, why do we need my voice? Then there are certain mums in this world, I truly believe, that will not be helped because they need to be helped by you. It's when you come forward with your unique messaging. It's when you create your unique brand. It's when you choose which mum you know, which mum is it that you need to help? We've got mum safe trainers that specialize in helping mums with prolapse. We've got mum safe trainers that specialize in helping mums that want to do triathlons. We've also got mum safe trainers that work with mums of all ages and stages. And that's incredibly important as well. So my offering to you today, and it is a short podcast episode because I am going to go hang out with my kids and my husband, but I did want to honor my commitment to you and make sure that I show up for you this Monday morning is that I believe in you. And I truly hope that you can come from a place and find 
find within you whatever it is that you need to find to start to bring your voice to the table because I want to hear you. I truly want to hear you. And the mums of your community and the mums that you need to talk to, they really need to hear from you as well. And there are millions and millions of mothers in the world. And no matter how many mums one individual mum safe trainer or specialized trainer that works with mums talks to, she cannot or he cannot possibly work with and help all of the mums that need helping. So we're a real minority at the end of the day, although you might feel that there's millions of trainers out there and every trainer that you come across now is saying that they work with mums and you know what, maybe in your circles, cause you're moving in that space, maybe there are more and more trainers saying that they're working with mums, but there's still not enough. I promise you there is not enough of us to make sure that every single mum is being looked after safely and effectively. You have to find your voice. If you've enjoyed this episode of the Mum Safe Movement podcast, I would really, really love to hear from you today. I'd love for you to post something on Instagram. I'd love for you to answer my question about what's holding you back or share with me your unique voice. What is your unique mission and positioning around the way that you are going to be supporting mums? And if you're listening to this in real time, applications to become a mum safe trainer are opening in a few short weeks. And I would absolutely love to invite you to explore the next phase of your journey in becoming the go-to trainer for mums in your area and joining us inside the mum safe mission of ensuring all mums are looked after safely and safely and effectively because collaboration over competition is the only way that we're going to get this done and ensure that all mums have the information and the education that they truly deserve. Have a beautiful day. Thank you so much for being with us today. As always, it's been an absolute pleasure to have one more conversation that takes us closer to our goal of safe and effective exercise for all women at every stage of motherhood. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, make sure you hit follow wherever you listen to your podcast, rate and review so more people can join us next time. And if you particularly loved this episode, please do share it on your socials and make sure to tag me. For further information about anything we've talked about, head to gendugard.com. And if you want to connect with me in person, head over to my Instagram at gendugard. And if you want to join the mission and become a mum safe trainer, make sure you join the wait list for the next time doors open to welcome new mum safe trainers into our tribe. Thank you for your voice in this space. Have a beautiful day.